0: I'm here to unravel nearly everything in life that gets complicated. Everything doesn't have to be so hard, even if we try and make it that way ourselves. I aim to uncomplicate what has often gotten complicated, life, and all things fitness, nutrition, healthy, balanced lifestyle. I will talk from my own personal experiences as a personal trainer, nutritionist, business owner. I will bring in experts who know better than me. I will talk about it from the experience from my clients and their successes and their failures. Everything you need to know to give yourself permission to be a little less so you can do a little more. Well, Let's go. Welcome to this episode of the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Nikki, and I am the creator of Stress Less Lifestyle. Today, I'm gonna talk with you about the central nervous system, stress. This is the culmination episode of what I would like to think of as like season one of the Stress Less Podcast. We've covered nutrition, we've covered sleep, we've covered all of the things that the Stress Less Lifestyle is all about. and Today, we're going to be talking about stress as it comes in all forms and how it affects your body and why you just need a break. Why you simply need a break. We are about two weeks at the time of this recording from Christmas holiday, from Hanukkah starts next week. We've got New Year's coming. We've got just all schools are getting out and you know, storms are starting and things in life are just happening. It's that time of year where not only are we doing our normal things that we have to think about, let's think of that mental load. We're thinking about all of the things. We're planning lunches. We're planning meals. We're planning snacks. We're planning play dates. We're planning. Well, then we're also needing to get presents for all the people and then an extra person. And then, you know, that, that role of things that keeps playing in your mind of all the things that we have to do. And it's a time in the year where you want to just, oh my gosh, take a break, but you can't. And that is kind of the basis of what I'm going to talk about today. We have one central nervous system. One. You remember that installment that was traveling around the world, it was called Bodies. It was about the muscular system, the brain, it had like cadavers open. You saw the nervous system that looks like a spider web of itty bitty little strings and it was laid out in the shape of a body. You knew it's a body, but there were no bones. There were no muscles. It was just this like strings laid out in the shape of a body. That's your central nervous system. It comes from the brain and You know, that you have your spinal cord comes down from the brain, down your spine, and then off of that are all these different spiderweb looking things. Those are your nerves, right? You've ever hit your funny bone or you've had a surgery and the scar feels weird because they've cut through nerves. There's all these signs that you have these nerves that physically affect your body. That's the physical aspect of your central nervous system right? It helps your body move. You've got the brain to muscle connection. You've got the pain aspect of nerves. If you hit that funny bone or if you sprain your ankle, you feel pain. What makes you feel pain? Your nerves. That's where you feel from. When you touch something, your nerves are fired up and your brain says, I feel that, right? When you have sore muscles, your muscles are going to be sore, but if you didn't have nerves feeling that soreness, you wouldn't actually feel the soreness. Those nerves are sending that signal That there is something going on here and it's pain. It's a protecting factor, right? When you have pain, when you hurt yourself, it's your body saying, Oh, that was too much. Don't do that. Or there are going to be walls in the way. Don't walk into them. Don't do that one again. That hurt. The central nervous system is there as a protecting factor, as a warning symbol, as something that lets you know, I'm I'm doing this. This is happening. I got to move out of the way. Your body's going to move. Your, your lungs move in and out. So some of the, the things that your central nervous system does is it, it's the innate things. Breathing, eating, walking. I mean, you have to learn to walk. But that's something that your body will eventually do, well, hopefully, will eventually do. Um, you know, when people are paralyzed and they sever their spinal cord, they can't walk. It's not because they don't have muscles. It's because you don't have that nerve sending the signals to those muscles to do what you need it to do. When you are working out and you're feeling hot and you're feeling stressed and you're feeling that's, that's all your central nervous system. So we are aware of that. We're fully aware of the pain that we can feel and the hotness. That we can feel if you touch a hot cup or a hot stove. And when you feel cold, we all know that's our that's our nerves making us feel that pain, right? Well, let's look at it from another perspective. Let's look at this. And that, that pain can be stress. That's acute stress. Acute stress comes from being really cold real fast or uh, spraining your ankle or breaking a bone or, you know, something that's immediate that is bad, right? Acute. It's going to go away. It's not chronic. You can have chronic pain as well, but that's we'll get there. Now let's look at it from another perspective. Let's look at it from the body's response to emotional stress. So we have the physical pain, which is physical stress, good and bad, right? We've talked about good stress and we've talked about bad stress, but now we're going to talk about that mental load that I was talking about before. We all have mental stress. We have jobs and children and people who need us and things that we want to do. And we have to balance that all out. And and that becomes a stress, right? That is stress. You may have a very stressful job that's either acute stress. If it's something that happens seasonally or maybe this week just sucks, that's acute stress. I mean, it's going to happen right now and it's going to go away. And then you have chronic stress, stress that we really need to take care of because chronic stress is the stuff that brings real problems. We all hear this about stress, right? We all know that stress just really... Can cause a lot of damage. It can cause metabolic disorder because when you're stressed out, your cortisol is high. Your cortisol high can uh, disrupt metabolism of carbs and insulin resistance, and I mean all of these things you always talk about, or, and we'll talk more about. But that's that emotional stress, that stress that we we know we need to control, right? What if, let's say, you have um, a death in the family or some horrible thing that happens? And all of a sudden you start bumping into walls. You start falling. How many times have someone, especially someone who's older, who's already losing balance, right? Someone close to them has, has left or passed away. And all of a sudden they then fall down the stairs. Why is that so common? Why? Because you have one central nervous system. One and only one. One that deals with the physical pains, breaking a leg, kidney surgery, heart pain, and emotional stress. Your central nervous system deals with both of those. Your brain is going to have to deal with all of the stress that you're giving it. Your physical stress, whether it's positive stress like your workouts, your negative stress like a broken bone or a sprain or a bruise or whatever, and your central nervous system is sending signals to the body with emotional stress, but it can't really determine the difference. Your central nervous system, you feel pain. Yes. You feel stressed out for emotional things. Yes. But when it comes to trying to recover, which is what we do when we sleep, your body recovers when it sleeps. It recovers from everything you do. It repairs when you sleep. But what's recovering and repairing truly is, you know, your central nervous system. And it cannot really determine the difference between physical pain and emotional pain. You can. Your brain tells you, this is emotional pain. This is physical pain. But your body itself, that vast highway of nerves that look like plant roots, you know, the veins in a leaf, I love that. I love how they resemble each other. But that system of nerves that you have throughout your body, it itself can't tell the difference between what is a physical pain and what is an emotional pain. You have to heal from both the same way physical pain. You like to rest, add heat, which is relaxing. It brings blood in. You sleep. You don't use it and it will repair and recover. But what do we do for emotional pain, which is taxing the central nervous system in the same way? It's firing it up. It's causing your cortisol to go up. It's causing your adrenaline to rise How many of you have been injured? You have done this. You have been injured, let's say in a car accident and your adrenaline fires up, but then you hear about something, maybe someone's been bullying your child and you hear about that. That's not physical. That's emotional, but your adrenaline fires up. It's the same response. So the the solving of this problem is going to be the same when you rest and recover and sleep for your physical pains, you need to do the same for your emotional pains. You need to acknowledge it, be aware of it, need to rest, need to recover. You need to not use it for a second. You need to sleep. Having the awareness that when you are under stress, that's emotional, work stress, family stress, friend stress, world stress, Being aware that you have that emotional stress in combination with physical stress, you kill yourself in the gym in a positive way. You hurt yourself. You have back pain. And I'm not talking sciatic nerve pain. I'm talking your body hurts from something. You have knee pain. You've injured your foot. You're recovering from a physical surgery. When you can be aware of the fact that you have all of those physical pains and stresses and because you don't live in a bubble, and if you do, I'm jealous, you have emotional pain as well. Do you watch the news? Have you glimpsed at a headline lately? It's probably going to cause you not warm and fuzzies. (laughs) So that is also an acute stress. Just reading something that happened in the world today or hearing about your kid's bad day or hearing about your, your partner's bad day. That is stress. Being aware of the both types that are affecting your body is your first step to being able to be really in control of that deep health and your full recovery. You need to be able to take care of your physical recovery and your emotional recovery or neither of them are going to be fully taken care of think about that. You cannot have your back pain feel better if you then go to work the next day and you're completely in this crazy amount of stress and you know your boss is yelling at you or your employees aren't listening and your things are failing and things aren't working. You're going to come home and you're going to feel worse. How many times have you come home from work and you've had body aches? Pain. You feel like you've been standing all day, but really, you've just been working. Maybe sitting all day. That, in 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 its world, they're connected, and there are signs that your body is connected, that your mental stress and your physical stress are connected. Those signs are there. We have to watch them. We have to be aware of them. We have to listen to them. Think about it this way: when we live a normal life, we have this hustle muscle life. We have a stressful job. We have a stressful home life. We then. We then go to the gym and put even more stress and strain on our body for a good reason. In the same day that you just had horrible news from a family member, you had a really stressful time at your work, neither of those were connected, but they both made you feel crappy. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to go work this out in the gym. You go work it out. Your body is wrecked. You just hit a PR and something where you feel like maybe you should have hit a PR and you just couldn't get that weight to go. Why? Because your body is too busy trying to control and take care of itself from the emotional stress you just went through, that you cannot get fired up enough to do the kind of workout that you want to do. Your body is protecting you because if you were able to lift that kind of weight, but your your nervous system is not focused. Your brain can't focus on the two things at once. You could throw that weight up there and your shoulder could give out. Your back might not be as solid today as you think. For, thing, for example, you have back pain. You can normally manage it. You're fine. No big deal, whatever. But your core takes a lot of control. What, what controls your core? Muscles, the core strength, right? Your muscles control for that strength what makes your muscles fire up? Your nerves, your brain sending signal to your nerves saying, contract these muscles, be stable. That's why people fall, right? They're unstable when they're too distracted. You trip, fall, run into things. Same thing when you go to a workout. You are too distracted. Your nerves are too busy being stressed out from the news you just got that they can't also make your muscles fire up as they should and I'm not talking like distracted. I'm saying the body physically will not do what you're asking it to do because it's too busy trying to protect something else. It's too busy protecting your mental state. And it can't fire up those muscles to protect your body. And then you go and try and hit a PR of something and bam, injury. How many times has that happened to you? Think about injuries you've had. What was going on in your life around the time that you made a stupid move in the gym that you think is a stupid move and it hurt. You didn't hit a PR. Maybe you didn't get injured, but you just didn't hit hit a PR when you thought you should. Uh, You ran into a wall and hurt yourself. You have a back injury that just flared up. What was going on in your life around that time? Think about it. There is probably something that was going on in your life around the time many of these injuries happened. And I want you to take out the thought that it happens because you're distracted. There's something taking your attention away. And think about it, the fact that you have this one central nervous system, this one highway of signaling pathways that is telling your body what to do. And its entire job is to protect you. It's already busy protecting you from all of the stress that you're constantly firing at it, that it can't also then fix your physical being. You can't fix that back pain well enough. It can't, it it's, it, your nerves are fired up in the pain. You've got that pain on the right side of your hip and that pain just won't go away. It's just going to stay there. It's like your nerves are fired up and they won't unfire. Maybe it's because your whole nervous system is fired up for all of these reasons. And it's not unfiring, right? right. It's not relaxing. You're taking your walks. You're doing your breathing. But you're not meditating for five minutes or ten minutes. You're not sleeping better. Sleep is recovery. It's rejuvenating. You're doing the thing for the physical. You're taking the walks because walks help your hip feel better. You're walking because we all know it's good for back pain. And I have a whole series on that coming up. We know that walking. We know that swimming and sitting in the sauna and and doing all of these good things for your body. It's really good for your physical recovery because our stress manifests in pain. So we think that's our physical body that needs all of these recovery techniques. Your legs are sore. Your legs won't heal from your run. You didn't run a marathon two days in a row. I mean, maybe you did, but most likely you did not run two marathons in a row. So why do you feel like it? Oh, you didn't put your little vibrating heat pad sleeves over your legs To heal them, you need to do the compression socks because, oh, that's it, that's it. Compression socks, that's going to fix that pain. Sorry, but probably not. It might mask the fact that it's not getting better. It might make it feel good for a second. But what's really going to heal that pain and help your body heal from hardcore workouts that you do or even just introducing walking into your day that may cause a pain and you need to heal from that, what's really going to fix that? Physical pain is not a Theragun or a sauna sit for your muscles or someone massaging you. It's taking care of your mindset. Not mindset. I don't like the term mindset. That one is overused. (laughs) Let's change that. It's taking care of your stress response in your central nervous system on the mental side. And we say mental side like there's two sides of your central nervous system. But as I've said a gazillion times today, there's one. And it's you're taking care of the mental load of your day, of your week, of your year, of your years, the mental load of being who you are. You're a mom, you're a dad, you're a grandparent. You've got all of these kids to think about. You've got all of these things to think about. You're a CEO of a company and you have a thousand people below you that you have got to keep this company functioning, that stress must be taken care of, not removed, as we've talked about before. It must be taken care of so that those physical pains that it's manifesting as are also taken care of. If you can recover that emotional load, that mental load, the emotional stress that you have From a daily basis, that is normal. I'm not saying that you have extra, but you have this normal amount. You have that and you take care of that. Some of those pains that you're having, even the normal soreness post-workout or sore feet from extra walks, those will recover so much better. Imagine how much better and more effective, I say the word better and it's just so general, how much more effective a 25-minute workout would be if your whole body is feeling amazing, you can smash a 25-minute workout versus an hour-long workout that you can barely get through, you're not even moving that much, you're giving yourself a lot of rests, and you're still not getting a crazy hard workout because you just can't get there. You're trying to avoid injury or you have an injury or something hurts too much to lift too heavy or your back hurts too much to even get on the elliptical, but you're doing it anyways and it's a horrible workout. And when you're done with that 45-minute ridiculous workout, you don't feel better. You might mentally feel a little bit better, but you certainly don't feel physically better and that mental strain that you recovered, that you released during that workout, that's going to come right back. So you need to think about really taking care of your emotional and mental stress and be aware of how that affects your physical stress. They're so interconnected that they are actually one and the same. And I think that's something kind of what triggered this whole episode on this podcast is that so many people are like, I've got this mental thing I've got to work about work on. I need to work on my back pain. And in reality, you you have to work on both. If you don't work on both, they're never going to get fixed completely. That mind muscle connection, that you know, emotional physical state of being, all of these little cliches everyone talks about, but no one ever really says like they're one in the same. awesome oh, some people do. I feel like when you go to yoga, real good yogi, they understand that that, and th- and this is, this is the science side of this, this inner work that we do, right? Like this inner, your chakras that are you have a, what are they? The years, I'm not a yogi, six chakras that you've got. And you, you know, your heart, your mind, your intuition, when those are, you know, you talk about those, when if you do yoga and you, you're in in tune with your mind, you're in tune with your heart, you're in tune with your intuition. And then, you know, that fills your body and you feel better. This is what I get from it when I do a class, right? But the science side of that is they're not wrong. Your whole body, your mind, your heart, your feelings, your your brain and your emotions are connected to your body. They are one and the same. You have one central nervous system that affects everything. So, whether you want to look at it as the energy of these these chakras that you can do if you do, you know, spiritual or yoga work or the fact that your central nervous system truly is running from your brain down to your toes and every in every fiber of your body, And it can be fired up just as much as your physical pain can be fired up. And they are together. They are the same. They're not just interconnected, but they're the same. You might start taking your recovery and your rejuvenation and your relaxation and your stress management a little bit more seriously or more intentionally. And start to really see some positive changes. And I'm talking about this, like I do this. Oh, this is me. I'm an expert at this. I I know about this. I've studied it. I have a certification in all of it. Uh, anatomy and physiology, love it. Extra studies on central nervous system, sure. But in practice, do I do this? I try as hard as I possibly can. In practice, I do find myself trying to take care of my physical ailment. I have back pain and knee pain and foot pain. And I do try and take care of that. And then after a couple of weeks when it's absolutely not working, I will remind myself, okay, what's going on? What what news did I just get? What stress going on in life? Is it a busy time in year? Is, you know, what's going on? And then I remember, oh yeah, I got to take care of both sides of those. So no, I don't do it all the time. I, I it's it, I don't even, you know, do as I say. I do as I say when I remember because we forget. We forget that that foot pain that you have is probably coming from something else in life also. In addition to the problems you have. I mean, I've had five surgeries on my foot and I have horrible nerve damage. So, yeah, there actually is physical pain there. But I can tell you for a fact that that pain gets a lot worse when I have other things going on I'm not paying attention to. Guaranteed. And that's on my foot. And it's affected by what's going on in my head. And in your heart. But what goes on in your heart and your head, kind of the same thing, right? So I want at this moment, because at the time of this recording, it is coming up towards the holidays and and all this busy time in life. I want you to try and take time out. We'll be missing an episode coming up next week. Be missing an episode. um, Because I need to take time out. And I hope that you take time out. I mean, don't stop walking and listening to podcasts and doing things for you. Because for you, that is mental. That's a good thing. But I do want you to find something that you may even enjoy. And still take time out from that and see how you feel. See how it's affected you physically and mentally. And in the beginning it's like rest days, right? They might not feel so good. That might be like, oh my God, I don't what to do with myself. I'm not sweating. I'm not moving my body. I'm not. But two days later... You might come back with an amazing workout. Did you, if you listen to the podcast episode on um, setbacks, it's very similar. That's kind of another aspect of this, this central nervous system running our lives. So, with all of this being said, I just I want you to think about your body as a whole being. And I've been saying deep health a lot, especially for our clients, you know, with one-on-one clients, I do work with nutrition and stress management and all of the things as needed, depending on the person. But I I say deep health because that is deep health. But what I want you to think about is your deep health. And that is deep down in there. Like that's your entire body as a whole. We tend to think of ourselves in parts which is okay too you know my my brain my stress my anxiety my glutes i want bigger glutes i want better biceps i want the... but if you think of yourself as a whole i want my brain my body my my glutes my abs and my arms all to be spectacular all to feel really good and all to function at their their deepest level not their highest level at their deepest level, I want it all to be working together. That comes from that highway of nerves from your body, all of it. So I want you to think about your life. Just think about what you do and is everything copacetic? Is it all working out? Is it all cohesive? Maybe not. Think about taking that sleep. That recovery, that rejuvenation to recover your mind, manage the stress, manage your response to that stress, and then see how that affects recovery from your workouts, recovery from injury that you have, recovery from pains that you have. I'm not going to say your bruise is going to go away faster. That's a physical pooling of blood, but the pain from it might go away faster. You might forget you have it. Because you're not focusing on it and you're healing everything else in life that's causing your stress. You're allowing your body to like be whole. and as as like woo-woo as that feels to say, it's absolutely based in in science, in anatomy in in your behavior science, in your actual makeup of your central nervous system. I just think it's so amazing. Like that, the first time I ever saw that body's exhibit and I went like three times, I think I, that nervous system. that's it. Of course it was the muscles. I'm a personal trainer. And I was a personal trainer the first time I went and saw that. And I was actually studying the very first time I was studying for personal training. I was like, this is, this is it. This is an awesome study. It's not the muscles that got me. Yeah. That fires me up. Anatomy physiology. It was It was that central nervous system. I was like, what is that? It was so awe-inspiring. It was like, what? I have no idea what that is and what all of it does. And I'm going to figure it out. And now we have so much more studies, so many more studies on how everything's just interconnected. And I'll tell you, it almost all comes back to sleep, stress management, recovery, and good nutrition. It does. So I hope that you learned something. I hope I may have sparked something in your mind to think about, given you some ideas of how you can take care of yourself a little bit better so you can be better, feel better, and look better. And I will talk with you next time. You want to have a more flexible metabolism. You want to have a metabolism that uses fats and carbs and, as energy and not make your body blow up every time you look at a carb. Everyone's going to be different. But the beauty of carb cycling is that you get to understand your body and your wants versus your needs. You also can easily lose body fat while eating the foods you like. Like, why not do that? Why tell yourself no to all these things, these things just because you want to lose weight? That is not healthy. If you can find some food freedom, you can track the food you want. If you want a donut, fit the donut in. If you want a croissant, fit it in. If you want stew, fit it in. Eat those potatoes. Don't let someone tell you you can't. Personalized macronutrition, tracking it, logging it, learning it, and eating in a carb cycling way so you can understand what your body wants, likes, and needs. That's it. We start January 9th for the next cycle of Stress Less Nutrition Method. January 9th. See you there.